campers. All righty. How we doing, guys? Welcome back to camp. It is Tuesday, November 22nd, 1024 in the a.m. And this is Camp Good Boy from live from Hollywood, California. <laughs> All right. Two days. Thanksgiving week, guys. We made it. Made it to Thanksgiving. Uh, no one gives a fuck about this poor holiday. Um, yet it's the most annoying holiday to travel to. Uh, I mean, like literally, as soon as, as soon as. Okay, let's just get the World Cup off. No offense to the World Cup. Uh, I just don't want to watch it during the podcast. Obviously, uh, let's see. What we got here on comment Svengali. <laughs> oh man! Wow. What is this? Wow, this is an old movie. Holy shit. Wow, this is really old. Wow, wow. What is this movie? Uh, I've never heard of this. I've heard I've uh, uh, Sven got I've heard of Svengali. Svengali is one of those things that you It's one of those things that they talk about on Seinfeld like they reference they reference Svengali. Someone says it's Svengali, <laughs> and I think Jerry corrects Elaine to Svengali. Or maybe I'm saying it wrong. I, I'm not sure, but uh it's one of those references on Seinfeld that you're like, what is that? Uh, or is there a real... A person who exercises a controlling or mesmeric influence on her, not especially for sinister purpose. Was there a real Sven... See, it's, <laughs> Svengali or Svengali. Uh Wow, this is a very, very old... Talk about being shot on film. <laughs> Jesus. This looks like it was one of the first, like... This looks... What, what year is this from? Wow. Um, but uh, watching Seinfeld, so 1931, good God. Yeah, it shows, um, Seinfeld. There's so many references on Seinfeld. Like when, when Jerry, when he, uh, (laughs) what is it? He, they go to the diner or they go to their coffee shop and all the women have large breasts. And he's like, it's like a Russ Myers movie there. And like it's like that one's Svengali. Uh, that was the first time I ever heard Statute of Limitations. Because uh, was it Kramer or Elaine thinks it's that it's Statue of Limitations. Um, C. Everett Coop. Uh, because Elaine doesn't want to uh, date Keith Hernandez, Keith Hernandez because he smokes. And Jerry's like, you're like dating C. Everett Coop, like, who I guess was like a Surgeon General. So many references. I mean, that show... For a show, I mean, again, it was on in the 90s, uh, like the early 90s. So I guess maybe those, and like, that's the thing, that show wasn't for uh, like eighth graders. It wasn't for, you know, I don't even think it was for high school kids. I mean, it was for people who got those references. But the show is so funny that you can't help but be like, man, who is he, t- who are they talking about? Um, what were some other ones? C. Everett Coop, Svenjali, uh, Russ Meyer. Uh, statute of limitations. Uh, uh, fuck what else? I mean, curb your enthusiasm is the same thing. I mean, they know who their audience is. They know that it's not, um, uh, the end. That's it. I mean, you know what this movie from this, so this one's from 1931, like, or 1930, whatever. Like, how long can you make that movie? Like it, it, it looked really old and like the film, even on my nice TV, like, it was it was crackly, and like I mean, there's how long was that movie? Wait, let's see. Uh, oh, an hour and a half. Okay, wow. That was, so it started at nine today. Wait, what? I guess no Camp Lejeune. <laughs> okay, did they cut the Camp Lejeune out um, during Thanksgiving week? Um, but yeah, Thanksgiving gets no respect. Yet it's the it's the biggest pain in the ass to travel for. Like as soon as that. That clock strikes midnight from uh, October 31st to November 1st. It's like pumpkins away. I mean, that's what I did. Uh, Christmas music on, sweaters out of the closet, uh, lights on the tree. Here we go. Like Christmas movies. Let's go. Let's let's fucking do this. Thanksgiving just gets shit on yet. I mean, literally traveling for it is like, and I guess because it's, it's because it's just the one day. See, like Christmas, you might go see your family like a few days before or like a week before uh, or maybe like day of. See, Christmas Day is actually a great day to travel. But um, yeah, that Thanksgiving, that Thanksgiving travel is a fucking pain in the ass. Yet we treat that. That's why it's it's getting back at us for treating it like such shit. (laughs) Um, 
Thanksgiving gets absolutely zero respect, yet it's like the greatest holiday. Like, I don't understand. Like, literally, it's football. I mean, even if you don't like football, there's something about foot the NFL on a Thursday like morning. There's just like a relaxing. There's just a, a, a calm, a calm energy to it. I feel like uh, you spend all day drinking because you drank the night before on what was it, Natives Night, um, and then you eat, and then you eat and drink more. <laughs> like it's like the chillest holiday, and uh, yeah. But but I mean, in school though, I feel like that's a new thing because I remember in school it was all about like. Uh, uh, um, tracing your hand on a paper and making a turkey. And there were like turkey decorations. I feel like school got it right. We, we fucked it up. <laughs> the real world fucked. The real world turned its back on a, Ooh, United's artist present. What is this? The real world turned its back on Thanksgiving. School's got it right. The magic sword. Wow. They're just, these are some old fucking movies. Um, yeah, it, it, it cuz I feel like that's like a that's like a real world thing like like the like retail stores, department stores, they they just get re- oh David Cross is in this. <laughs> uh, obviously not the real David Cross, but another David Cross that was just really funny to see. Um Yeah, school 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 respects Thanksgiving. Oh, because there's like the history element to it. Like uh um this movie is so wait, I'm just going to go back. This is so <laughs> a movie. So it's got, it, it's definitely takes place in like medieval times because a, it's called the magic sword. B there, like there's a, there's a art, there's an imagery in the back of like a dragon, but there's also, and Jack Coslin as the ogre and Malia Nurmi as the hag. <laughs> when you have characters that are the ogre and the hag, you pretty much know where you're getting, you're getting yourself into. Um, Schools have the the history element. Like when you when you're in school, you learn about the pilgrims. So there's that. So it's like let's let's respect this this holiday a little bit. Um, and then as soon as you leave school, <laughs> uh, you I guess do you do we learn because were the pilgrims actually good people? <laughs> I don't think they were. That's the thing. When you get out of school, you realize that the pilgrims were actually they were not good people. <laughs> were they not? I forget. I I don't think that they were. Um, weren't they killing native Americans? Um, I should know that I was a history major, but, uh, yeah, they, uh, maybe that's why did pilgrims <laughs> let's, let's, let's settle this once and for all. Did pilgrims kill natives? Uh, <laughs> uh, how, yep, yep. They sure did. Yep. Okay. I should have known that. I think I did know that, but I just, um, I just had forgotten. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. So schools, so school has it wrong actually, because they put the decorations up. They respect Thanksgiving. They teach you about the pilgrims and the Mayflower and all that, all that fancy talk. And then when you get out into the real world, it's like, wait a second. No, fuck Thanksgiving. Fuck the pilgrims. We're not we're going to, we're going to eat like, don't like, let's don't get it twisted. We're going to celebrate it because you know, we all, we, you got to eat, but like, we're not given this holiday that we celebrate because these, these pilgrims came over and killed these native Americans. We're not going to celebrate it too much. So fire up the Mariah Carey, throw the mistletoe up and, uh, <laughs> fucking pour some eggnog and let's get to the, let's get to the real joyous holiday. Um, but I still won't stand for the uh, for the Thanksgiving disrespect because it's a great holiday, and um, it just is. It's like it's so good, um, so solid. So yeah, we're here. We're here at end of November. November really. November's weird because like you're so October's so fun. This is the whole thing. <laughs> October is so fun, and Halloween is so fun, and then November it's really kind of just Thanksgiving. And, but then, so because Christmas, like, kind of like just engulfs it completely, it really just, I, November gets the shaft. It really, like, it really, really gets shafted. Um, it's kind of like silver. <laughs> it's like what I was saying, like, don't, like, it's like silver. Like, silver, Tuesday, November are like the same thing. Uh, they just, they, they just kind of get like, it's unfortunate because uh, November's got great foliage, like the leaves change. November attire is good. It's a lot of good jackets and sweaters. <laughs> um, it's a lot of like just browns and oranges. It's very, it's very like relaxing. But um, it, it, 
it kind of it just has the one day and then yeah it because you're coming down from october you kind of i miss october and then like i said like uh, december and christmas just takes it over and november is just like i don't know we got christmas and black friday or we got thanksgiving and black friday and then like like who, who's ever had like a memorable like like early no i mean i guess if your birthday is in november you kind of enjoy it but i'm just looking at november right now like on my cell phone calendar and it's like I mean, oh, there's oh, okay Veterans Day. I mean, you got that, but still, it's it, oh, I mean, oh, election day. But yeah, but election days once every four years. So let's not get too like okay daylight. Okay, so daylight save. You know what though? That's the thing. Daylight savings ends. Uh, there's election day, so more like half the country fucking is is pissed off. Pe- there's people that are pissed off because daylight savings ends and it gets early. It gets uh, darker early. Then it's election day, so half the country's pissed. <laughs> and then there's Veterans Day, which you know it can be kind of somber. Um, and then it's just Thanksgiving. It's a weird month. <laughs> it's a weird, weird month. I got no problems with it, but it's a, it's it it is. It's got an identity. It's got an identity crisis for sure, um, for sure. Uh, so yeah, this is one of like my least favorite movies. Kind of these like old, like really, really old. Like I don't like the Middle Ages stuff in general. I mean, it was a miracle that I was like Game of Thrones is great, but like I was really slow to that because I was like I don't like this Middle Ages shit. But then you realize it's a little different than Middle Ages that show, and it is great. But uh, this is just like cheaply made Middle Ages. Like what year is this movie from? Uh, not that I really care that much, but um, that's oh, sixty two. Okay. Um. So yeah. So that's it. So yeah. So what did I do this week? So I saw. Okay, so I what the fuck did Sky? Oh, um, I saw that movie Smile that like is just crushing, and I don't. (sighs) Okay, it's got great marketing. I can't fault them for that. Like the marketing behind Smile is great because you're going to the like that Smile. It's like there wasn't there another movie that had like a great. I mean, Paranormal Activity had a great marketing campaign because that trailer was terrifying. Um, and it was like you would see there was Blair Witch, but there hadn't really been the found footage in a while. And that really took the found footage to another level. But like, I don't know that it was like it was good market. You know what it was? It was it was like word of mouth via the Internet because you saw that trailer. And it was the same with the Blair Witch Project. Um, but like. The and then the conjuring, the marketing for the conjuring is really good because the and the conjuring is great. But that trailer with like the, the the clapping hands coming out of the dark, the darkness behind that woman is great. But like smile, you just got the poster. Like you don't even really need to see a trailer. You're just like whoa, smile. This woman's smile is really sinister. Like boom, it's just like they they have the marketing great. The movie just sucks. I like I I, <laughs> I, I just didn't like it, and people are like loving it. And the the reason that I think people are loving it is because there is a mental illness um, sort. Of, there's a, there's I wouldn't even say undertones. It's like an overtone. I mean, the movie's basically about mental illness. So I wonder if it's kind of like an A twenty four thing. Like, are they afraid to trash something? that is about mental illness. Like I, I can't, I can't tell, uh, like you want to be sensitive to it because kind of the message is that we're not that sensitive to it. Um, that's kind of the whole thing. Like the people in this movie are going crazy by this kind of like sort of like weird demonic possession that there's no explanation, which is fine. You don't really need an explanation. Um, and people are just like, oh, come on. Like, you're just like, I think it's the way people kind of treat, some people treat mental illness. They're like, oh, come on, cheer up. Um, so I think like that's, that that's why I think maybe people are afraid to just be like this. Yeah, but this movie sucks. Like they want to be sensitive to the issue, which is just like, just say the movie stinks. It's not a good movie. Like there's a, there's one great scare. Uh, Cause like, and even the smiling is not... Because there's a movie called Truth or Dare that was out. Uh, <laughs> that that sound. Um, it was out like four years ago, 
that's not a good movie, but they kind of did the smile a little bit. That was some sort of like curse within like the game that makes you smile. So when I saw the poster, I was like, eh, I've kind of already seen, despite the, the, it being a good poster and like as far as like getting people to go see it. I was like, ah, if Truth or Dare kind of already did like the creepy smile. Um, but, but, uh, but, but, okay, so there's one great scare, great scare. Uh, she's looking at something on her computer. She's listening to something on her computer. And I won't spoil it, but like, if you if you if you listen to this podcast and then you go see the movie, when you see the scene where she's listening to something on her computer, you'll be like, oh, okay, got it. There's a, gr- a a great, really original jump scare there. Other than that, though, it was just like I didn't recognize any of the actors except for Cal Penn, who plays Kumar and Harold and Kumar. I didn't recognize any of these actors, which which is fine. That's not a problem. But like, I didn't think any of the actors were that good like they just they there was another movie like that um fuck uh see you know what i didn't recognize my aside from justin long i didn't recognize any of the actors in uh barbarian but barbarian was fucking awesome these actors i just didn't think these any of these actors were good like this woman had it's kevin bacon and kira sidgwick's daughter and look maybe she's a good actress i i just I just didn't think she was that great in this. I, I it was just a, but it was well made, but like it just it wasn't well acted. And then there's also this new thing where there's this character who plays a detective, but he's this like, is it Gen X or Gen Z? What's the really annoying generation? Uh, uh, I think it's Gen Z, or like I don't even know if he's Gen Z. It's like. It's like a, um, it's like this, like there's these characters like millennial detectives. Uh, the same thing was in mayor of East town. Evan Peters, who plays Jeffrey Dahmer was, was kind of like a millennial detective in mayor of East town. And he's good in it. And I, and I loved mayor of East town, but I was just like, man, I want my detectives to be like in their fifties, crushing cigarettes, divorced, uh, like living in Queens, <laughs> they know like a great Chinese restaurant. Their life is in total shambles. I don't want my detectives in movies to be like these young millennial guys with like a mustache and like they live in this like nice loft. Then they like got it together. Um, and, but but they also have this like they're they're going with like a um, it's like a hipster detective is what this character is. I'm like nah, like ah. Like at least, like even if you're not gonna go the what I just said with like the detective, like the bald, overweight, kind of sleazy detective. At least give me Shea Wiggum or like Stephen Dorff or something. Like preferably Shea Wiggum. Like give me that. Like I just I miss me on this like hipster millennial detective that they're pushing in this movie. I, I just, it just sucks. Um, or at least give me like a at least give me an Omar Epps. You know, like I'll take an Omar apps, but get, get, get this, get this hipster detective out of here. Um, there's no, there's no chemistry with any of the actors, uh, amongst any of the actors. It, it's a Paramount movie, but it's, it, there's, 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 I don't know. It had like a cheap quality to it. Um, it didn't feel like a big studio movie. And because there was no, like, look, this is the thing. Like there doesn't need to be any stars. That's, that's not the problem. It was just like, I just, honestly, I just didn't really think any of the actors were that good. Like this woman has a husband or a fiance. They have horrible chemistry, which maybe is the, that's, that was the point. Like she's really struggling with a, with a trauma that she faced when she was a kid. So maybe she's just having a hard time connecting with anybody, but I don't know. I, it, it felt very <laughs> just like for, for a studio movie, it just felt very like there was just something very low rent about the movie. Uh, like, like just, and then the end it was, it was, it's like creep me, creep me and as atmospheric, but then the end it goes like, like, there's like a skinny, a really big, really bony monster. And I'm like, this, what? <laughs> like, wait a second. What? Like this, this, this mental illness kind of angle you're taking is like, whatever, it's fine. But then like you go big, skinny, bony monster at the end. And it was just like, all right, we're, we're just, we're just off the rails at this point. 
So I just, I didn't like the movie. I, I, I was just like, this is what everybody's like loving. Like Barbarian, I was like, oh, I get it. I get why people love this. But Smile, I'm like, eh, is it, is it that scary? I mean, yeah, there's some unsettling moments, but like, eh, eh. <laughs> it's, eh, it's crushing. This movie is just crushing. Um, I don't know. I, again, I, I do think that it's like there's the mental there's the mental health um, aspect to it that I think like maybe people are enjoying and cool if you are, but I, I just it, it just I, it, <laughs> I just I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um, and then another movie. Uh, speaking of mental health, I, I started this movie last night. I, I still have to finish it. Uh, it's this movie called Stutes or Stuts. It's this movie that Jonah Hill made um, about his therapist, this guy Phil Stutz. A shout out, another Phil. Um, uh, <laughs> it was. It it's good. Uh, like. I, again, like I'm not done with it. It's I, I can't help but think that it would have been better as like a TED talk, um, but instead it's like a, a Jonah talk. <laughs> um, it, so it's about Jonah Hill's therapist, and it's like you, you know it starts off as this like when you when you're first watching it, you can tell you're about to watch like something kind of sweet and like tender because the, 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 the credits are written out in Kyle, kind of like, <laughs> like a, a childlike sort of where not, not childlike. Um, I feel like it's Jonah Hill, like writing out the, the, the credits, like anytime a movie starts with like either like cursive or like cartoony credits that are on like a live action movie or like anytime credits are drawn out, <laughs> you kind of know like what the tone of the movie is going to be. It's going to be like fairly touching and sweet. And like the, it is, um, and cause it's so, cause apparently Jonah Hill's therapist is this like incredible therapist, like like world-class. Um, so if you can't afford to go see him, if you don't have the luxury of being talented, a celebrity like Jonah Hill, uh, you know, watch the movie and you can get these tips and see if they'll work for you. Um, uh, but it's just like Jonah Hill, like talking to his therapist and like, he's got all these tools for, you know, kind of, you know, transforming your life and, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, you know, and it's in black and white, which, you know, I could take it or leave that. But, like, I was like, oh, okay, like, this is this is kind of cool. But then, like, it, it, it like, shifts. I, I mean, like, again, like I said, it should be a TED Talk only because, like, the movie's called Studs, so it's, like, about the guy, but then it's obviously also about Jonah Hill because this guy's going to tell these give you these tools and then it helps for Jonah Hill to talk about how the tools have helped him. But like, I don't know shit. Should have just been like, I don't know, like Stutz and Jonah or like I'm with Stutz or like uh psych guys. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Like, um, but like, obviously you know, I, I, without Jonah Hill there, then it's kind of like, then it's just a guy being like, do this and it'll work. But it's kind of nice to see the evidence of it working. But like, so I'm watching, I'm like, Oh, okay, this is pretty good. Um, it's nothing that you really haven't heard before, but the, the Stutz has kind of like a, he kind of has a way of e- explaining it that there's like an irreverence to him. And like, he has Parkinson's, which is really sad, but there's, it's like kind of all part of it. Um, but then there's a part of it that like, that like, cuts away from like what the movie is to the like Jonah Hill completely like strips down what this is. He, he like comes clean almost to the, he's, he's like, cause it, it's set in his therapist's office, but then you realize that it's not his therapist's office. Jonah's just like, this is just a green screen. And then like the, it's almost like a, like a lights go up and like you're on, like a, a studio with a green screen and then Jonah Hill has this wig on and he like takes the wig off and he's kind of having a moment with the, a moment with himself where he's, he's like having like an anxiety attack about whether he should even be making this movie. And I'm like, what? Well, I was like on board this and now it's like not about what it was about. And then like his, and then they're like, they're like cracking jokes. And then like his mom comes in, Jonah Hill's mom comes in. I'm like, I don't care about Jonah Hill and his mom. Like what, what the fuck happened to this movie? Like it, 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 it's, it's like, it became about something else. And then they go back into it. I, it was just a weird, it's almost, it was almost like, um, 
like uh, like the anxiety of like the creative process that I, d- I didn't I didn't really get what he was going for. It's like when there's an episode of Camp Good Boy and I'm talking about something and I completely bail on what I'm talking about and talk about a movie on Comet. <laughs> so like it, that's kind of what it probably felt like for you guys. That's what it felt like for me watching it. I, I'm not done with it, so I, this isn't a full like take on it, and it's not Camp Good Boy Wreck of the Week yet. But I, I was like, oh, this is like kind of good. Kind of good, because, I mean, I'm sure this guy's a great therapist. He seems like it is, and it seems like it's worked for Jonah Hill, but it's like, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for everybody, but, like, the the tools that he explains are, like, I can see how they could be beneficial, but I'm not done with it yet, but that was just kind of my quick, like, a half a review of, of Stutes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so that's not Camp, that's not Camp Good by Wreck of the Week. Um, you know what Camp Good by Wreck of the Week is? It's kind of the new season of White Lotus. Like, I'm into it. I loved the first season, but the first season, like, it's it. The first season is just kind of bonkers. Like the 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 manager Armand is a total is a, is a, just a total menace. Uh, those two girls are awful. Um, Steve son is just a is just a hilarious. Uh, that one dude is just a total prick about wanting to get the new room. Um, Jennifer Coolidge is insane. It, it's just like insane. This one is is a little quieter. Uh, I, I I feel like um, I, I feel like this one's a little more like oddly like kind of relate. They're both they're both. I mean, they, he, he strikes the same tone that he had in the first one. I find this second one to be like a, maybe because it's in Italy. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. It's just a little more like relatable or like a little more grounded. I think because um, like that first one, the guy like he goes on and on and on about like the hotel room uh, that he didn't get his hotel room. Like it's just like such a like they just keep going on with it. Like it's just like the, uh, just a constant runner. Um. And it's just like, all right, like, again, like, I, I liked it, but I don't know. The second one is just hitting me in in the right spot. Uh, I really, really am, enjoy, am enjoying it. I'm just, I'm more, like, dialed into it for, for whatever reason. And I don't know if it's the Italy of it all. Uh, it's good to see Michael Imperioli again, even though, like, you want him to say something that Christopher would say. Uh, he's really good in it. Um, I don't know. There's just, there's just, there's like um I'm trying to put my finger out. There's just, there's just like a relatability that I didn't feel in the first one. Um, like there just is, I, I I don't, I don't know. And it's cool that it's in Sicily. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's really good. It's really, really good. And like Aubrey Plaza is good in it. Um, these two girls that play these Italian prostitutes are great in it. Uh, like, like I said, Imperioli's great in it. This one actress who I don't, uh, I've never seen before. She plays Jennifer Coolidge's assistant is great in it. Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge is good. I'm a little burned out on, on, on you know what it is because it, there's nothing new. It's just the same shit she does in, uh, in the first season of white Lotus. And it's like, it, it, it's just a little, it's a little old that they, they could have had somebody else in it, I think. And it would have been, it still would have been just as good. Um, I don't know that show's great. First season, second season, both of them, I think are great. It, and I didn't like that show at first because I was just like, so this is just a show about awful people. I was like, why do I really care about this? But then God, this movie just seems awful. <laughs> uh, but uh, so I was just like, why? I just don't really, really care. But then I watched the second episode. I'm like, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. No, this is great. This is amazing. And yeah, so yeah, it's really good. And then Yellowstone. Uh, is, okay, Yellowstone is great. I love Yellowstone. I'm not here to bash Yellowstone. Um, but like, oh, this commercial is this. This commercial, I, <laughs> it's a commercial for Sky Rizzy. I, I was, is, did Snoop Dogg, did, did he give it that name? Like, I remember when I first heard this commercial, I think it's for like plaque psoriasis. <laughs> but I was like, wait, Scott, this, this medicine's really called Sky Rizzy. <laughs> it literally, it literally sounds like something like an SNL sketch for like, if I don't know if you're talking like Snoop Dogg or like you're talking like a rapper, uh, <laughs> take sky Rizzy. 
uh, to, I don't even know what the fuck it would be, but I was like, are they serious with that name? Like some of these, I mean, I've really almost all of them, like all these prescription drug ads where the people have like this awful disease yet. They're like canoeing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was just like, what the sky Rizzy is ridiculous. Like I like even going into a pharmacy to be like, yeah, I'm here to fill my prescription for sky Rizzy. It'd be like, wait, what? What are you taking? It actually, it sounds like a, like a, like it sounds like a, um, yeah, you got to take this sky Rizzy. I don't even know what it sounds so absurd. Um, it really sounds like Snoop Dogg came up with the, uh, with the name for that. Like they had him into the, uh, to the conference room and it's like, we got to, these commercials are fun. The name of the medicine should be fun. Um, it's just, I don't know. It sounds so ridiculous. Um, Yellowstone. Okay. Yellowstone is great. Uh, I'm a little like Beth Dutton. It's just, I'm a little tired of her. Like there's, there's, there's always a scene in in every single episode of that show where she just completely is the expression dresses someone down. (laughs) Um, what is it? Dress down, dress down. Uh, Is that that dressing someone down? Wait one second. There, there's a there, there's a moment in in literally every uh, dressing someone down meaning um, a severe reprimand. Like she, okay. So there's a, there, the the new episode. This guy is trying to hit on her, and she's just like, no, I'll, I'll give you one last chance before before you like leave with your dignity or something. He's just like, come on, try me, and she just she just crushes the guy. I, I like. I'm not, I'm, I don't, I'm not coming at it as like a, well, fuck her, like fucking, you can't talk to a man like that. It's like, not that. It's just like her shtick is just getting a little old. I actually kind of want to see her. I guess she did kind of like, she, I mean, she got like the shit beat out of her and like burned. So I guess she did kind of get hers, but like, you know what? It has nothing to do with, uh, I don't want to see her win. I'm just tired of them reminding us that she's badass. It's like, I already know that she's a fucking badass. It's, it's like, it's just like a tired kind of shtick at this point. Like, like I, I, you know, like get, get, get back. Let's get back to the story. Like she can be a badass as it relates to like the story, like her and Jamie, like it, it works. But sometimes I feel like they just put it in just just to be see her being a badass. It's like no, I I already got that. Like she's done it a zillion times, and it works so much better when it's within the confines of the story. When they just put it in just to have her like she's at this bar and she just like crushes this dude. I'm like okay, like what w- what was the point of that? Like I've seen that scene so many times now in this show. I, I get it. She's a she's a badass. I get it. I don't need, I don't like, I don't, I don't need, I didn't need the reminder. It just, it, it just kind of gets old. Um, I do like that show, but just so Kevin Costner became governor yet. Like somehow I feel like, I mean, I think he like just completely strong armed his way into it, but like if that was a real, if that was a real, uh, governor race, like, that dude would never win. Although, you know, like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, like, how, yeah, what's his body count? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like the Clintons, like, their body count is big, and he became president. But, like, I, I feel like there's definitely people in Missouri, Montana that know that John Dutton's killed, like, a lot of people. Um, like, I would just like to have seen, like, like that, what that campaign was like. Like, that dude that went against him just wasn't able to get any dirt on him. Um, no one was able to come forward to be like, yeah, this dude's killed a ton of people. He's, he's basically running like a, like a cowboy mafia. I <laughs> revisit this guy. Really? The governor. Um, I don't know. I was just like, man, there's, there's just no way in hell this dude would ever win the governor. Uh, but, or, or he would because, or he would, cause governors are fucking scumbags. But like, uh, uh, it, uh, I would, I, 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 like this, this ranch, I don't, it's weird. Like I, I don't in like the Sopranos. It's like, I, I get that. And, uh, the sons of anarchy, like I get that like mafia, 
biker gang. Um, what's another show about like a, like a crew, like, um, like game of Thrones. It's like their families and it's just a savage era, era that they're, they're savages world that they live in with, with Yellowstone. I'm just like, it's cool. Like it's badass. Like they're, 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 they're literally just like a mafia, a cowboy mafia, but it's also like, sometimes it's kind of hard to take seriously. <laughs> like it's like, really? <laughs> like, uh, is this for real? Like you get branded, uh, like you can't talk about, like you don't talk about what goes on at this ranch. Like what ranching? <laughs> like, I, it, there's it's, it's a look. It's a great show. I, I really love it. I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. It's just, sometimes it's hard to take seriously because like it's, it's literally like this La Cosa Nostra, but with fucking cowboy hats and Buck Mason shirts. And like, there's just something very f- just funny about it. Like it, it's it, like <laughs> this thing. They just, I would be like, I wouldn't, I would, I'd last two seconds on this ranch. And I, but that's the thing like you can't leave cause you're branded. And it's like, you don't talk about what goes on about the, about this ranch. It's like, what goes on at this ranch? All you guys do is just wrangle horses, drink, and fucking play poker. Like, okay, yeah, they do kill people, but like, not on the ranch. Uh, I, I, I just be like, yo, I'm out of here, but you can't leave. I would, I would, like that dude, Jimmy, who ended up there, um, you're just, you're getting like hazed by these fucking, by these cowboys, and you gotta like take it, but, and you can't leave because you're branded. I, I'd be like, miss me on this fucking shit. Or, or maybe it is nice, but like, you, you you live in this like bunk. Ah, see, maybe it is nice because literally you live on a ranch. Uh, you know, you get room and board is clearly I think paid for. Uh, you you have bunk beds, which it, eventually that would get old because it'd be like, man, can I get like? Haven't I been here long enough? Like, can I get away from these bunk beds? Can't like can't we just like? Doesn't D- John Dutton have enough money to just to, so that we don't have bunk beds? Like, can't we put like? Uh, can we put a, can we put a um what is it can we put an extension on this barn like doesn't this dude have enough money like can we throw an addition on this place to like i i just i'd love a queen size so i can just stretch my legs out like i've literally killed 10 people for you to keep this ranch going you put a you burned my chest with a y like can i get a double bed like, just can I get a California queen or a California king or just to give me a queen size? Just get me out of these bunk beds. Because um, that's true. It's like they literally just, they literally go and like wrangle horses and cows and cattle all day and then go back and drink and play cards. I guess it's not that bad, but like, that's like I'm, what I'm saying. Like, uh, and it just like it, it's, give me a give me a better bed. I had these bunk beds. Like what are we? What what is this camp? But like it kind of is like camp. I don't know. It's it's not very it's not very glamorous. Like talk about a world where like it's weird. Like I genuinely would not want to hang out with any of the people here. Like any of them. Uh, you say one wrong thing at because it's like you get invited to poker night at Yellowstone Ranch. You say one wrong thing and like Rip rolls in like grumpy Rip. It just beats the shit out of you. Uh, and if you see something, they're going to be like, now, you, now you're ours. You got to, st- I don't know. Like it's the one show I genuinely do love. where like, I wouldn't want to hang out with any of these fucking people. Whereas like sons of anarchy, I wouldn't want to hang out with them. I don't want to hang out with anybody in, uh, that I really see in movies. Like I, I like, I, th- that's kind of the thing. Like people are like, Oh, I like, like entourage. Like you couldn't pay me to hang out with those guys. I'd, I'd be a nightmare. Uh, but I feel like that there is like a wishful film with some people watching shows where it's like, man, I'd love to hang out with them. I, eh, that's a tough hang. The Yellowstone ranchers like, cause, cause I don't, I know nothing about cowboying. So I'd be way, I'd be lost. Like I don't, I, I play poker a lot, but I'm not good. So I'd get my ass kicked there. And then again, like I said, like if you said like the wrong thing, ripple, just like kick your ass. <laughs> Same thing with like sons of anarchy. It's like, Oh man, that's so badass. But it's like, again, it's like one of those things where if you say the wrong thing, you're going to get your like the blow torch to the back. Like you're going to get your skin peeled off. Um, 
So that's the thing. I'm never like the one thing about Yellowstone is that you do want to kind of like, cause I do have cowboy boots that I got before Yellowstone. I just want to like, for the record, I was, I got them before Yellowstone was even on TV. So it's not like I ran out to my country store as soon as I saw that show, but the, the style is like, uh, it's kind of cool. Like the cowboy hat with the, which I won't wear. I've tried to do cowboy hats and I, I Brandon could pull them off better than I could. And the homie Taddy more. I just couldn't, I can't pull off Stetson's. Um, but like, like, a, like, like I do like buck <laughs> So like those, those shirts with like the, like the, uh, silver, like brass buttons that like you can, that you don't button them. You kind of like, uh, you snap them in those shirt, like the style is kind of cool. Um, but that lifestyle, fuck that. Miss me. I, that it just, it just seems like that guy Walker, that dude, that Walker, like he doesn't want to be there, but he can't leave. Or can he leave? I don't think he can leave. <laughs> like that, that poor dude, he hates it there. Uh, the only reason he probably stays there is because there's all these girls that come in. They all want to fucking have sex with him. Um, I, he hate, You can tell he hates it. He's like, get me out of here. But he can't leave. I Now you just can't leave. I would, I don't know. I, but then it's like, you, I, you, I feel like you could leave. Like in the middle of the night, you like take a horse. You start riding. You like get on a bus. And you like go to like New York or something. They're not gonna go look for you. And, and like the Duttons and the, the the Rip in New York City, like they're not gonna go look for you at all. So like, I'd, I would be so out of there. Um, I just like I, I don't know. I I, I would not be. I wouldn't last two seconds on the Yellowstone Ranch. But and also the um, what is it that, that like if you have a beef with somebody, you have to just pummel the living shit out of each other. Like, I mean, these, it's almost like a fight to the death just to resolve your differences. Like, <laughs> like these guys all need to go to Jonah Hill's therapist. Um, I, I, it, there's just something so funny. Like, you know, the mafia has like Lacosa Nostra and like, 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 uh, sons of anarchy, like that, that's the hell's angels. That's like a biker gag. These guys, it's just for Kevin Costner's land. <laughs> They just love, they'll murder anybody that crosses Kevin Costner's land. Uh, it's just, it's a very, very funny concept. Uh, very, very funny. Shout out. It's a great show. Um, it is a good show. So let's see. Hey, Goat Soap. Goat Soap. I've been traveling with it. I'm not, I wish I could bring my bidet with me everywhere I go. I'm lost without my bidet. Like, lost. Like I, I like when I go somewhere and I don't have but that doesn't have a bidet and I don't have mine. I don't know who I am. Same thing with goat soap. I'm traveling with it. I love it. I'm lost without it. I can't like even think or fathom using hotel soap or someone else's like pubic hair <laughs> covered soap or their body wash. I want my goat soap. I love it. Goatsoap.com. Camp twenty at checkout for twenty percent off. It is so good. Uh, you're going to love it. You're going to feel good and clean and smelling good and smelling fresh. Your skin is going to be soft, like dry skin. It's just, it's done. It's, it's out. Uh, goatsoap.com is, um, let's get there. It is the good stuff. Uh, the scents are lemongrass, which is the one I use. Um, lemongrass, patchouli, floral, unscented, lavender, peppermint, tea tree, all great scents. They all smell good. Even the unscented one smells good and there's no scent there. Um, yeah, goatsoap.com, camp 20 at checkout. Uh, goat soap is made from simple, natural and organic ingredients. It is just, are all, they're all natural formulas, gentle enough for your baby, for your baby, use it on your baby. You know, get uh, out with the Johnson and Johnson in with the goat soap. Um, it's good for every skin type, age and body to naturally clean and hydrate your skin. That's the thing. Like, forget about the fact that it cleans. Like, it really hydrates your skin to the fact that it's like, miss me on skincare routine. One bar of soap, you're going to be feeling good, looking good, smelling good. You're just good all around. Get the goat soap, goatsoap.com. As I said, camp 20 at checkout, 20% off, three bars or more, free shipping. Come on. Again, with good stocking stuffer uh, with the holidays coming up. And uh, that's that. So uh, I think we got about two minutes left. Let's get into some shout outs here. Let's do this. Uh, where are you here? Where are you, Kiss? Um, 
go here we go alrighty let's do this guys uh don't have them written down let's get there into the comment section um okay let's see what we got here Okay, here we go. Hey, shout out Manic Movie Monday podcast, which will be dropping this week. I'm on it. Uh, I will be sharing that in the story. You guys can listen to that. Uh, we talk about the movie Mad Men, uh, as I mentioned a few weeks ago. Fun podcast, fun movie. And uh, again, I'll let you guys know when that is up. Um, hey, shout out Red Wine Jesse. Shout out. Hey, shout out uh, Damon Nomad 4. Shout out. Um, hey, shout out GS3, GS3100. Shout out. Hey, shout out Death Cube, Death Cube A. Shout out. The last one. Shout out to Annalise Artworks. Shout out, guys. Thanks for supporting the page. Thanks for listening. If you are listening, and let's let this ride. Yeah. Oh, whoa. So now these just midgets are crawling. Am I allowed to say midget? Now they're just. Uh, miss, let's talk about Miss Me on Yellowstone. Miss Me on the Middle Ages. I wouldn't want to live in the Middle Ages. I don't want to read about the Middle Ages. I, and I had a history class that was about the Middle Ages, and I was so checked out. I think I got like a D because I was like, I don't care about like none of this interests me. It seems awful. Uh, and uh, Miss Me. <laughs> I hate the Middle Ages. Uh, the one last thing to talk about, and I'll leave you guys with this, is um, I saw a uh, an, uh, commercial last night for Howard Stern, Bruce Springsteen, HBO special. It's, it's Howard Stern interviewing Bruce Springsteen. That's a special? That, like, what... It, <laughs> can't you just listen to the interview on serious like wasn't that just an episode of howard stern and like you can just watch it on the how on like the serious app what that's an hb i didn't like it <laughs> it's that's one of those things that's literally like but it it's like when you're when your thought is interrupted because you you're literally so confused by something it's like why, why is that an HBO special that just go listen to the interview or go watch it on the Sirius XM app? I'll give you my Sirius XM login. If that's an HBO special, what, then what was the point of Bruce Springsteen on Broadway? Because I watched a little bit of that. And then I just like, I, like, I want to see Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. I don't want to see Bruce just up there. It's just him singing the songs. And then obviously there's this long story about like the this, this story behind the song, just like, you know, steel workers. I'm not even going to attempt a Bruce Springsteen impression. <laughs> uh, but like that, that was, I was so like when I saw the ad for the Howard Stern thing, it's just, it's Bruce Springsteen at a piano talking about uh, what, how, like how he wrote Thunder Road. And it's like, you need a, <laughs> I, I don't know. Did, did the vein in his neck come out harder in this interview than on Springsteen on Broadway? I, I just, I guess I just thought like, I thought that's what Springsteen on Broadway was. It was like Bruce Springsteen stripped down just him, acoustic guitar and the story behind the songs. Now we got to throw Howard Stern's fucking uh, like a Baba Booey <laughs> sound effect into the interview. I, it was just, it was very, very strange to see that like, the interview, like what you've never heard. Like, I don't know, man. I think we've heard just about everything from Bruce Springsteen on Broadway to like, doesn't he have a book to, we, we know too much about these fucking people. Like, but, but like, uh, it just didn't seem like anything we really needed. But again, you know, I'm sure Bruce fans are just going to be flocking to it. Same with Stern fans, but I don't know. It was just very strange. So, um, like it made no sense to me why that's an HBO special. Like, did they film it in a, in a different way? And like, he's, he's interviewed Bruce Springsteen before. I think, I don't know. It was very strange. I, I just, I, it was very strange, <laughs> very strange things that get made. Um, but you know what though? It, this is the thing. Like people love Howard and people love Bruce Springsteen that it's just, they don't even care. They're just going to watch it. I'll be going to poke holes in everything. But, uh, I just, it, it was odd to me. That, like, if you're a Howard Stern fan, like, you really missed that episode that day. Like, you really, uh, again, unless Howard Stern did this as not an episode of his show, which I don't know. But, like, 
that seems weird. Like, why would he? Dep- why would he not? Why would he not have that on his radio show? So, like, that's why. why that's why I'm just kind of confused. Like, if you're a big Howard fan, you probably already listened to that episode. And then it's an HBO spot. It makes just absolutely no sense to me. So that's that's that rant. And uh, all right, that's it, guys. Uh, 55, feeling good. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy the World Cup, whatever else is going on this week. Everything, it's good, fun week. Got a lot going on. Enjoy Natives Night tomorrow. Don't drink too much. Uh, but then you got Hair of the Dog the next day. Uh, don't try to talk about politics. Uh, what? Oh, oh, last waltz memes are coming. I'll have them some repeats. I'm going to try to have some new ones. That's it's a tricky. This is the thing with the last waltz. Like it's a tricky thing to meme. So if there are repeats, just bear with me because it's not, they're not the easiest memes to make. So I'll, I'll try to sneak a few new ones in there, but, uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. And I will talk to you guys next week. Later.